0: Skinwalkers seem to be the boogeyman when it comes to North America. No matter where you are, whether it's a Navajo reservation or seemingly anywhere else, these malevolent witch doctors are absolutely everywhere, lurking in the shadows. Welcome back to the swamp, my friends, and welcome if you're new. Today I'm going to be sharing some creepy and allegedly true Skinwalker encounter horror stories sent in by viewers just like you. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, be sure to submit your story at SwampDweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I would love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. It's stories like yours that truly help keep this show going on a daily basis. Before we jump right into these allegedly true Skimwalker encounter horror stories... I just wanted to let you know about Crime Salad. Crime Salad is a true crime podcast that investigates sudden disappearances, mysterious deaths, unsuspecting massacres, and more. Debuting in January of 2019, having 40-minute episodes hosted by husband and wife Ashley and Ricky jump right into the story with no banter or filler. They've covered a few recent cases, like the episode titled COVID Alibi. It dives into the brutal murder of Gretchen Anthony that happened in March of 2020. Her family began to become concerned when the last text anyone received from Gretchen said she was being transferred to a CDC COVID site and would be placed on a ventilator, unable to communicate. After a well check at her home by law enforcement, it became clear that someone was using COVID as an alibi to cover up a horrific crime. Or join Crime Salad as they examine the abduction and captivity of three girls in Cleveland. It is a story that is both heartbreaking and inspiring while highlighting the human condition and the will to survive. This is titled The Vanishing Part 1 and 2. They cover all of these cases and true crime tales we're all craving to learn about. If any of these stories intrigue you, we recommend listening to Crime Salad on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I live on a rural, indigenous reservation in Alberta, Canada. I'm familiar with stories of the wendigo, shapeshifters, and skimwalkers, but my only encounter will always stick with me, and I vividly remember all the details of my experience. It was spring of 2020. The pandemic was just getting into effect. We were all stuck at home at the time. But one night, around 3am, I went to have a cigarette. I cracked our balcony door and stood inside as it was still chilly outside. The snow was starting to melt. It was a full moon that night. It was so bright outside, and with all the snow, the moonlight reflection made everything merry and vivid. I lit my cigarette and heard what sounded like a chopping sound, almost like stones or something solid being thrown against a tree. The forest is all around my house. I quite literally live in the middle of nowhere. The sound was coming from my neighbor's horse's field. It caught my attention so I focused on that area. That's when I heard footsteps in the snow. It wasn't like an animal trotting, but more like human footsteps. Gazing off in the distance, I saw something pacing around the vehicles. I thought it was maybe an intruder, somebody trying to rob us, but my gut feeling took over, and I had this eerie, unnatural feeling about this. I will admit that I was a little bit intoxicated at the time, so I was second-guessing that I may have been seeing things But to be honest, I had only had a few drinks and definitely wasn't drunk or anything like that. But with the moonlight shining down, I knew whatever this thing was had been pacing around, and then it saw me. This thing stands up on two legs and ran when it saw me. It got about 50 meters from where I was standing. This creature lunged at me and made a growl I had never heard before. It all happened so fast. But when it lunged at me, the moonlight showed how greasy this thing's skin was. This creature had long hair. It was jet black with yellow teeth and eyes. It somewhat resembled a wolf, but it was much more significant. And the way it growled was unnatural. The way it lunged at me was supernatural. It, it was almost as if this thing could jump on the roof of a two-story house with ease. And the smell. It smelt like rotting garbage. I have never been so scared in my entire life it all happened so fast but i vividly remember this detail when people use the term my heart dropped that's a very real thing i threw my smoke and slammed the door shut my entire body trembled and i felt like my heart was going to fall out of my stomach i was vibrating and shaking and trying to get myself together i was trying to rationalize my thoughts about what had just happened I have never been so scared in my entire life. I sat in the living room in darkness, rethinking about what just happened, I felt like I was being watched the entire time. This was my dad's house and my room was in the basement. There was no way in hell I was going downstairs. I calmed down the best I could and made a bed on the living room couch upstairs. At that point, I was even thinking, maybe I'm just tripping out and seeing things. Then I kept hearing tapping alongside the house. My house is stucco, which almost sounded like nails on a chalkboard. I was scared all over again, frozen in fear. The front door to the house is on the second story, so there's a flight of stairs outside leading to the balcony and front entrance. I heard something run up the staircase and pace around the front porch. We use sage and smudge to ward off evil energy in my culture. However, me being slightly intoxicated at the time, it is frowned upon to use it while under the influence. But this was an emergency. I was scared for my life. So I lit the sage and smudged myself and the entire upstairs of my house. Just as I was starting to feel at ease and even started to second guess myself again, I saw what was definitely making those noises I was hearing outside. And this pain of being watched came back. Then I got towards the front entrance with my smudge pan still burning. As I peered outside, the thing was standing on two legs at the foot of the staircase. And it laughed. It laughed at me. And not a regular laugh, but like a hyena or some weird or mortal animal laugh. At that point, I knew what I experienced was real. I ran into my dad's room, where he was sleeping, and shook him awake. I was in complete darkness, I was crying and my voice was shaking. I was shaking uncontrollably and I told him everything that happened that night. His response was typical, asking how much I drank and if I did any drugs. It made me feel like a crazy person and even a little humiliated. Humiliated. It made me feel like a crazy person and even had me feeling a little humiliated. But the fear I had in my eyes was almost as if he said that to try to bring a reasonable explanation to comfort me. Because he gave me his eagle feather and said, Put this under your pillow and pray for protection from our ancestors and to the Creator. After doing so, I could finally sleep on the couch upstairs. The following day when I woke up, I once again thought to myself if everything I'd experienced was real. I didn't want to believe that the whole experience was indeed authentic. Until I went outside and I saw where the thing had lunged at me in the snow. And where it landed, there were four big paw prints. It wasn't regular paw prints like a dog or a wolf would have left, These things had claw marks and they almost looked human. It was massive too. It was almost twice the size of my hand. I just looked at those prints for a good while. My heart stopped and my body became heated as if I was about to faint. I was too scared to even show my dad or take a picture because I didn't want to make notes or document pictures because I was scared doing so would make it return. My only reaction was to cover up the tracks and place protection around my yard. I got utterly sober after that experience. Thankfully, I've never had an encounter like that again, and the way my dad reacted when I woke him and told him what happened, I never told anybody else about this experience because I didn't want to sound crazy. But I saw those prints. They were real. It all happened. I even have goosebumps writing this story. I hope you feature this story, Swamp Dweller. I've been a long-time subscriber and have finally dared to share my story with what I believe was a skimwalker. Keep up the excellent work. Hello, my name is Daniel, and I've been deciding whether or not I should share my encounter with your show for quite some time. I believe what I experienced were multiple skinwalkers, so please enjoy because this is going to be a long story but a good one, and I promise you it's true. So, one day about two months ago, my friends and I were talking about cryptids and trying to hunt one down and get it on camera. So, one of my friend's brothers, whom I will call Chris, decided to plan a trip into the field. So I told him we could go hunting for whatever we would see in the dark with a flashlight and a GoPro. So fast forward two days, I get to his house and we smoke a little Mary J before heading out to our journey. So we get to the field right down the road and it just so happens to be the spot where I feel creeped out when I'm alone riding my bike home. So we get out our flashlights, and we go to the middle of the field by the wood line, and I told him that if we were going to get anything on camera, our best bet would be to go into the woods. So we walk further down and go into a brush of thorns and trees. So we pick a spot to sit and wait for something to happen. After around ten minutes or so, we had heard nothing until a random and unexplainable noise that honestly would sound like something running bipedally started to happen by the tree line. Then, two more minutes go by, and we hear what sounded like an enormous bird flapping its wings above the trees. What the hell is that? I asked Chris. But before he could say anything, it sounded like a crowd of 20 deer running by the tree line simultaneously. So Chris looked back at me, and I said, screw that bro, we have to get out of here. I know, so much for being a cryptid hunter. So we got up after the noises stopped and we walked a couple of feet. My heart dropped because I heard what sounded like a massive tree breaking not even 15 feet from where we stood. I told my friend that we have to go now, and then darted through the brush and out of the woods through the field. This is when I got my first glimpse of what looked like four glowing orange eyes in the trees. and so. We then walked because my friend told me that we should act like we didn't see anything. But then I got the bright idea to look back from where we had came from, and I saw what I only thought was an old lady in a white dress standing in the spot that we were standing. As we were walking down to the end of the street, I finally told Chris what I had saw and said, did you see it too? To my surprise, he said yes, and we kept on walking. As I looked back, this time... Whatever that thing I saw in the white dress was running at us in full sprint, but now, it was not a woman. It was clearly some sort of bipedal creature that I can't even begin to explain. That I can't even begin to explain. We ran like hell back to our house, shut the door, and hoped that thing wouldn't come in the house because we locked everything. One of the deadbolts, though, were broken at the time, and we were waiting for a repairman to come fix it. We tried to avoid going into the woods after that event, and honestly, I've been pretty good about avoiding them, especially at night. I don't honestly know if this was a skimwalker or a group of them or whatnot, but those glowing eyes from the woods, petrifying, orange, and downright menacing, I don't know how to explain it other than the stories that I've heard from this channel based on skimwalkers. I'm not the type to believe in this stuff, mainly because I'm not very superstitious, but these two encounters made me doubt whatever was going down on my farm. The first encounter occurred when two friends and I were having dinner. Everything was calm. We ate outside since this was a relatively ample space. That was until we heard a woman scream, which was extremely odd since the country I live in is very calm with very few criminals or even animal attacks. Since we were in the wilderness, I found that to be relevant. I was the first one to react. I climbed to the wall separating the house grounds from the animals. From there, I could see almost all of the houses near mine. My friends got up right after me. We stayed in total silence, waiting for another scream, and we heard it. This time, we could understand what was said. It was a very high-pitched, "'Help!' she yelled this multiple times and then a bunch of gibberish no one could understand. One of my friends quickly grabbed the phone to call the police, as we assumed it would be some sort of domestic violence or robbery. I held my ax and my other friend followed me to the gate. We didn't leave because nobody knew what we would find, since something sounded odd about those screams and not quite right. Right before the police arrived, we heard a thud and glass breaking. I assume it was a window. The screams stopped as soon as the police arrived, never to be heard again. The police found nothing of note. Later that night, my friends and I stayed up chatting about what had happened. One of them was oddly quiet. When I asked him what was wrong, he said, I've heard those screams before. He claimed he had heard that same type of scream before while walking his dog. The next day, we got up and decided to check the house the screams were coming from but there was one weird thing about it when we arrived at the place. There was no house. It was a forest, just trees upon trees and bushes everywhere. We returned and decided to forget what had happened since it was not a good time and we were trying to have some good vibes. It would take many years for someone to relate this encounter with a skimwalker. I know I didn't at first, but when it happened twice, I started connecting everything, The second encounter happened when my cousins were over. Like the previous night, we had a good, peaceful dinner. That's when my cousin and I decided to go for a little walk in the garden that I had. It was made of the frontier with a vast forest, only separated by a small stone wall. We were walking and talking and laughing and having a good time when I started to hear a man talking, not in a normal voice. It sounded like there was something in his throat that produced a weird frequency. Again, I grabbed my axe and called my cousin and his sister. We got near the wall to hear what he was saying. Like the first encounter, we could only understand gibberish coming from him, and it just wouldn't stop talking. It kept going on and on and on, not even taking breaks to catch their breath. After listening to it, We realized we couldn't do anything about it, so we left and finished our dinner. They go home, and I find myself alone here. It was unsettling, and then I start overthinking more and more, and I remember the times my dog would spend entire nights barking at the forest when all the existing animals were wiped out by hunters. I remember the warnings my parents gave me when I was a child. Always leave the forest and lock the doors before sunset. Regardless of my questions... They would never tell me why because, as I mentioned before, it was a quiet little location in a peaceful country. I couldn't understand why so many worries were to be had. But this all ended when the loggers came to cut down on the grown trees, leaving the forest visible. Before the trees were cut down, you couldn't see anything in there, even during the daytime. After they cut the trees and the excellent weather came, nothing weird happened, and my dog stopped barking at the wall. I would like to know if I was being paranoid or if I really was potentially having encounters with a skimwalker, or something similar. I've always been interested in the paranormal and unexplained since I was a young kid after having experienced what I believed to be a black-eyed kid, but that's another story for another day. This story took place when I was 15 or so in Middle Tennessee. Back then, I was going through my edgy phase, as we all do, and I thought it was cool to go into the woods alone and blow off steam and whatnot. I spent a lot of time with my grandma as my dad worked six days a week and didn't feel comfortable leaving me home alone, since we lived in a sort of sketchy meth-head town, whereas my grandma lived in a relatively more peaceful area out in the boonies, if you would. She owns a suitable few acres of land, and if you go far enough into the woods, this beautiful waterfall leads to an underground spring. One day I was going back there, trekking the land I knew like the back of my hand at that point, enjoying the peacefulness the wilderness had to offer. After going uphill for some time, when it starts going downhill, there's this clearing that will take you straight to the waterfall. Watching my feet as I walked, always cautious not to step on a copperhead, I came to the hill to the clearing. Right at the bottom of the mountain, something unusual caught my eye. It took a second to realize what I was staring at, but it was the skeleton of a deer, freshly killed. Now, I usually wouldn't overthink this, but something felt off about this. There was no rotted skin or signs of flesh anywhere. These bones still had fresh blood, but no sign of skin or anything. My young teenage mind tried to process this, but I couldn't think of any predator that lived in this area that would strip a deer like this, and no hunter would dump the bones in this area because this was not an area where hunters were known to hunt. The moment I realized this was all wrong, a sense of impending doom washed over me. My fight or flight kicked in. It felt like the trees and ground all around me and even above me were moving, shaking like something was coming towards me. I took off as quickly as I could, not even looking behind me, but I could sense that something there was chasing after me. I heard the twigs and sticks break under the weight of something behind me. Running fast after me, I don't think I have ever ran that fast in my life. Once I was out of the clearing of the woods and back in my grandma's backyard, the feeling of safety washed over me. I don't know what was in those woods that day, but I didn't hike back there alone ever again. After reading stories and hearing a bunch of episodes on the Swamp Dweller channel, I really do think this might fit the Skinwalker category, but I would love to know if anybody in the comment section has another idea. This is a story my friend shared with me recently. Apparently this happened to him around last Halloween. I'm a security guard stationed at a gigantic shopping mall with a few other security guards. I went off to my area while the others went to theirs. I started to do my rounds going into shops around the central part of the mall. It was getting close to Halloween, so the mall was relatively packed. Then that's when I noticed the cloaked figure coming towards me smoothly. It bumped into me as it passes me. I felt the feeling us security guards never really feel fear, and evil. I made a call out to it to see if it would respond. Hey, you, stop there! I yelled. Nothing. Nothing in return. It was like it didn't even acknowledge that I was there. So I followed it to see where it was going. It stopped and turned slightly to see if it was being followed. Then it continued going. But the pursuit was cut short by an elderly Asian man falling down in a shop as the nice guy I am, I had to go help them. I turned back to where the cloaked figure was, but it wasn't there anymore, like it vanished in thin air. I went to go have my break, when I was about to walk through the door, I ran into Rex, my friend. Hey, did you happen to see some sort of cloaked figure walking around? I said. Rex went white and said, yeah, and this time it was looking at me. We both sat down and never brought up the cloaked figure again. We don't know if it was a person in a costume or a member of some unknown cult, so I ate my lunch and headed back out. Later that afternoon, as it turned into night, the people started to get thin and the shops started to close. When it was dead as a doornail, my night shift began. I hopped on my cart, fired up the belt driver, and started doing my rounds on the bottom floor. It was pitch black only until the spotlight on the cart lit up a bit. The darkness isn't the only thing I should be worrying about. That cloaked figure is probably still around the mall somewhere. Then I heard a sound. Like something was laughing. But it wasn't a normal laugh. It was distorted, childlike laughter. It went off in several places around me. It was taunting me like little kids do to adults. But the mall was closed, meaning there was no one here. Who's there? I yelled. The laughing stopped and the mall fell silent again. Then suddenly there was a loud bang from the second floor that scared me. So I headed to the escalator, went up to the second floor. As I rounded the corner, I noticed the vending machine walking down and saw some black mass next to it. I shone my light on it, and I noticed it was the rear end of a grizzly bear, a gigantic grizzly bear bigger than any I have ever seen. The thing froze as the light hit it, and it slowly turned to face me. The front of the gigantic creature was that of a bobcat with glowing red eyes and long fangs, and the back was that of a bear. The creature rose on its hind legs, making it about seven to eight feet tall. It held its bobcat paws in the air out to balance its body. I could feel its red eyes looking right into my soul. Who's there? It said in a distorted version of my own voice, letting out a god-awful screech after. I was terrified. I jumped into the cart and sped all the way to the entrance and ran outside. I have never seen this thing since that incident, and I have no idea what it was. But, after reading many stories, I believe this has to be some sort of skimwalker. I have no other explanation. I know that you get sent tons of stories like this, and this may be anticlimactic, but I have never heard of an animal that looks like the front half is a bobcat and the last half is a bear, and not only that, but it was overgrown to all hell. Thanks for listening to these creepy and allegedly true Skinwalker Encounter horror stories sent in by viewers just like you. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, whether it's an encounter with one of these dastardly beasts or something different, be sure to submit your story at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I would be delighted to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. It's stories like yours that truly help keep this show going on a daily basis. If you enjoyed these stories, please be sure to hit that like button as it helps me out a ton. The more likes this episode gets, the more YouTube promotes it, and that's very helpful to the swamp growing. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please be sure to give this a five-star rating over there as it really helps me grow on those platforms. If you're new to the swamp, be sure to subscribe and turn on your notifications to never miss a Swamp Dweller upload as I upload them multiple times a week on all things natural and supernatural. I'd also love to know in the comments what story tonight was your favorite. It helps me pick out better stories in the future, and I'd just like to know and see some feedback. If you're on the go but don't have YouTube Premium and would like to download and listen to your favorite Swamp Dweller Scary Stories no matter where you are, you can download them absolutely free from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and just about anywhere else you find your favorite podcast online. If you would like to support The Swamp outside of that, check out the merch store. I've got hoodies, t-shirts, and more. I'd love to see you guys wearing some cool Swamp threads. Don't forget to come join me over on Twitch. I stream over there multiple times a week playing horror games and all kinds of other cool things. You can find a link to do so in the description. I'd appreciate you following me there. Come join me over on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with me on all things outside of YouTube. And be sure to be safe out there when you're hiking, camping, or doing anything out in nature. There's more than just monsters lurking in those woods. Any step could be a step into disaster. Nature is beautifully dark, but it's beautiful nonetheless. I'll see you guys soon with another creepy episode.